0: Mousecapades Studios here are your hosts
1: happy hump day mouse listeners this is Vicki and I'm here with Stephanie Gina and Matt we hope that you're all staying safe happy and healthy this is episode 772 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the Mousecapades podcast
2: if you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help. Just text Gina, Matt, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497. And we'd be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket
1: package. So contact one of us today. So I'm ecstatic to announce that the Fantasmic Show has finally returned this past weekend. And I'm hoping that Gina's going
3: to go see it. Fingers crossed. It's on my bucket list.
1: The media event was rained out, unfortunately, but the day that it opened to the public, the line was all the way down Hollywood Boulevard and to the front gate at 5 p.m. Guys, that is three hours before the show starts. (laughs) So you know that it's a well-loved show, but I have to confess to you guys because I know I'm not going until March. I watched it on YouTube, and I don't usually do that stuff, but I just was dying to know what you know what the changes were and i was pretty happy with it overall but we shall see and hopefully the lines won't be quite as long when i get there in march that's what i'm hoping anyway i'm excited because i know that stephanie and gina and matt have not seen this either so hopefully i was going to tell you guys to hop on youtube if you want to look at it if you're not going to be there anytime soon but we all know gina's going there we're just hoping that hurricane i mean excuse me tropical storm nicole does not dampen pun intended, her trip. <laughs> so were there a lot of changes, Vicki? So they start at the beginning with this oh, this voiceover person, and they talk about how his dreams can turn into a nightmare. They took out a lot of the nightmare stuff, so I think that they could have got by without having that part. That was my own personal opinion. It was. I felt like it was a lot darker before. We knew they were taking out the Native Americans, because politically correct... And I was trying to think, um, did they have that dragon? They did have the dragon. I don't know. It just didn't seem as dark to me, which is good. I'm not saying it's bad. I always wondered for smaller children because it it did have a lot of the villains in it. They deal with the villains a little bit, but not like it was before. I was very surprised. I thought they were adding Tiana because they have the float, the floating, whatever you call those. The flotillas, I guess, is the same thing as what you have at Animal Kingdom. Only it's at Fantasmic. I thought that they were giving her her own flotilla, and she she was added to the show, but she was not a flotilla. So
3: I saw bits and pieces on TikTok, but I didn't. I haven't watched the whole thing. I kind of want to see it in person. But they added yes, some cool
1: yeah. stuff for you guys that have never seen it, so you won't know what it was before. I mean, you could always watch it, but they added some more light effects in there that really jazzed it up even more made it more exciting and I don't know what they put on the mountain but it's kind of like the stuff that they use in Pandora at night like it kind of glows or glistens
0: Oh, nice!
1: that added a little bit of oomph to it also so I'm just excited for you guys to see it either way the old way or the new way because it is by far my favorite favorite show ever at night so welcome back Fantasmic (laughs) I want to see it especially after all you've hyped it up I know and then you're going to be like Mm, like this is <laughs> this is stephanie after she wrote pirates of the caribbean eh, i don't see what the <laughs> hype is <laughs>
3: that was me and i was like womp, womp,
1: Shame oh.
3: <laughs> okay but can we can we talk about how the three of us got off guardians of the galaxy and we all three looked at each other way that was awesome <laughs>
0: yeah oh yeah it was
2: I mean, we were, like, cheering and clapping. and It was intense. It was so fun. Super intense. Amazing. That one was
3: all the hype. I loved being at the parks with all of you guys. It was definitely a different experience. I know. We need to do that again.
1: And I don't want to wait until next year. Okay, go ahead.
2: Okay, so for several years, we've heard all about Disney Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. It's an amazing, immersive experience for Star Wars fans, and we all wondered who was going to be willing to pay that $5,000 for two nights in a resort that was kind of thought of to be like a land cruise. Well, it's not even a year old, and it isn't really completely booked all the time. And so Disney is kind of realizing that maybe they did something wrong. Uh, The original Star Wars fans are, for the most part, in their late 40s, early 60s, and those people have the money to put into their Star Wars passion that they've had since they were little kids, young adults, and then kids and young adults, more than likely they could afford that higher price ticket to fulfill that star wars addiction however disney modeled that star wars galactic star cruiser after the new trilogy instead of after the original which is what some of those long-term fans would probably prefer So do you think that if guests could meet Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, you know, all those original things, do you think that then maybe the Galactic Star Cruiser would be doing better?
0: Heck yeah, they would. That's like the number one complaint I hear from Star Wars fans, that it's not the Star Wars that they grew up with. That's not the Star Wars they know. And a lot of people aren't big fans of the last three iterations I think they should switch it up. They should offer you both realities of the whole multiverse theme. But uh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, there's openings available every month, like almost Mm -hmm. every uh, expedition or whatever you want to call them. I think, I mean, who wouldn't want to go meet Darth Vader on the deck of a ship? Like,
3: right. I personally still think it's the price. I still, especially for families. I feel like, like my family of five, we couldn't afford to do it. There's no way. Even though
1: I'm not a big Star Wars nerd, that is what I grew up with. That's what my brother watched. That's what my uncle took me to see. I think I could even geek out on Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, you know, because I saw the original movies. And so bring in some C-3PO and an R2-D2 and I am set. I mean, right? I don't know.
3: Have you guys seen Tim Tracker's uh, review on the Galactic Cruiser? It's pretty cool. I mean, it does look awesome. It it would be, and I've seen this a lot with some people talking about it on Facebook and stuff, about that it's kind of a one and done type thing. It's not something they would go do again. So I think Matt's on the right track. If they changed it up, like and not did the same type of like cruise each like week or month or whatever, then maybe they would get more people and they'd get return clients as well.
0: And drop the price in half.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that too. I just think that Everybody who is the like
2: the super fans, they've already done it. And like it's not something they're just gonna keep doing over and, over and over and over and over and over again. Like it is kind of a one and done type thing. So um they have to do something to get those people back again.
1: So good idea, Matt. Um, yeah, that is a good idea, Matt. If unless they're going to um change up the storyline, even the story apparently stays the same. They just use new people. Right. And so it's kind of like watching clue the movie it's just a nude killer i mean i don't know and you guys may not even know what i'm talking about because you're so young but
0: (laughs) it's the price point like that i would love to take my family to do this but for seven thousand dollars we could go on a cruise do the world and then finish up at like two days of disneyland right Like exactly and it's like 47 hour experience for five grand like no thanks yeah yep i
3: agree so we know disney has been talking about for a long time that they are going to re-theme splash mountain um, and it's going to be rethemed into the princess and the frog but that doesn't always mean that they're going to completely replace everything when they re a ride a lot of times disney reuses the tracks and the ride vehicles this week, a guest from Disneyland posted a video showing water seeping into a log flume from the start of the ride. The guest also stated that this isn't anything new, as you can always expect to get wet on Splash Mountain, but sometimes it's a little, and sometimes it is a lot. It is kind of like a surprise whether you're going to get wet or not, but sometimes um, you get just the water in the shoes that make your shoes all squishy and... Um, Sometimes they're totally drenched, and then you feel like you're walking water out of your shoes. Um, And sometimes on the ride, you just get sprinkled with water. But hopefully, when Disney does re-theme this, then maybe they'll replace the log flumes, Or at least fix them so they're not leaking. I think that's crazy. I can't believe that they haven't replaced them. I mean, you would think they would replace them after so many years. What do you have to do, tar them or something? So So, they don't leak?
0: Yep. Yeah, they did have to be resealed. But like the ones at Disneyland, I know that you get soaked on that one. So I don't know if it's seeping in and they're just taking things out of context or if it's just from the overhead getting shot from water overhead. Because I don't like Splash Mountains. It's those cannons before you go up that lift hill with the frog on the bench. That Those would get you more soaked than the drop will. Like, man, those I'll look out for because in summer, they'll have all those cannons firing off and...
3: Good to know I will not be riding that when I go in (laughs) December.
0: It'd be too cold. Leave Splash Mountain alone. All right, we all know that Disney's 60th animated film, Encanto, has been doing very well since its release December 24th, 2021. Well, by the end of December this year, Disney Plus was three different versions of Encanto for Disney fans to watch. The first version, the original version, that was first Disney film that hit 200 million streaming hours on Disney Plus platform. In March... This year, Disney released an Encanto sing-along version, which is the second version that will be on Disney+. Plus. The third version is unique because Encanto is being performed at the Hollywood Bowl in November. And Disney Plus subscribers will be able to watch this performing beginning December 28th. We all know that Bob Chapek has declared the movie a franchise, which means we'll be seeing a lot more Encanto in the future. Some were talked about to D23 in September 2022, but only time will tell what will come next with the Encanto franchise. We'll just have to imagine...
3: That is still one of my favorite movies.
0: <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> yes! I've probably seen it. I've seen it three or four times and I always catch something new each time.
0: The boys watched it like five times a day for a week. Uh, and now it's like, I'm not watching it. I'll, I'll get to it eventually. But the, the movies lately, I just haven't been getting to me. And I'm just like, I haven't been feeling them. And that one, everyone says it's good. So I should probably just watch it. Did you watch Coco? Yes. Coco was awesome.
1: But when, and I don't know how far back you were listening to the show, but when Nick and I were doing the show, when it first, the idea of it came out, the concept, we both were like, what? It didn't sound good to either of us. And we both ended up loving it. That's how I was with Encanto too. I was like another, what are we doing? Da, da, da. But no, the music is amazing. And in fact, right before I was on here with you guys, I was just messing around on YouTube and I watched uh, Jimmy Fallon and Lin-Manuel Miranda act I out. I love him. <laughs> they acted out. Are so, they saying the songs from Encanto? Like they did the whole movie real short in like a 10 minute spiel. It was
0: really funny. I'll, I'll watch it this weekend. <laughs> it's really really good. It's good. good.
3: We wa- Abby and I watched it one week at home and then we were on a cruise and it wasn't a Disney cruise. There was a Royal Caribbean cruise and we watched it again on the cruise in the stateroom.
1: <laughs> it's a good one. It is a good one. And it's not something that for, or at least for me yet it hasn't gotten on my nerves even we don't talk about bruno hasn't been as annoying to me as let it go and i love frozen
3: the whole soundtrack is really good we play in the car all the time yeah so speaking of music
1: disney has a long-standing tradition of inviting bands and choirs to come and perform at the magic kingdom and an epcot and I, and i know this because i was able to perform at disney world when uh with my college choir in 1990 for my I think I got to spend like three hours in the park. That was my first adventure at Disney.
3: I was there with my high school band in 1999.
1: All right, we all know you guys are younger than I am. (laughs) But as we know, things have changed a lot at Disney because they added that fifth key, inclusion. And this inclusion key caused a high school band to back out of a performance at the Magic Kingdom coming up. So Venice High School was scheduled to perform on November 12th. I know there's probably other Venice places, but I was assuming it was California, because after I read this, maybe that'll make more sense why I'm assuming it's California. It never said. I looked at a couple
0: articles. It's Texas. Is it? Yep.
1: Okay, well, prior to them coming, Disney sent the school information letting them know that they would not be, that they would need to cover their Native American logo. Now, if you remember back in the spring, I reported on, uh, well, the trip itself is not being canceled because the principal said that they've already paid for it. And so now they're searching for a place where they can perform their show without having to cover things up, which possibly in Florida they could do. I'm not sure. They're just gonna have to find the right venue. But if you remember in the spring, that, school port Chase groves independent school district showed up they were wearing native american costumes and chanting and singing lyrics that were uh reported by disney as inappropriate and insensitive and stephanie and i i don't remember who was on the show with us that night but we listened to it and it i mean it it honestly was um you don't really say scalp them anymore this is not this is not 1970 or 80. this is 2022 so we have to be a little bit better about what we're doing but They learned their lesson, which I'm glad for Disney, but at the same time, I understand those kids worked hard. I don't know. It's a hard thing to swallow, but um, I'm just saying at least they didn't wait because that Neche Groves, no one said anything to them until they saw them standing there waiting to come out the gate.
4: Mm. And
1: then they said something, the one in the spring, at least this time they let them, they researched it and knew there was a Native American logo and they took, you know, le- took measures to let them know. I'm not saying either one's right or wrong, but I appreciated that Disney didn't wait till these poor kids got there and then were mad and they were being blasted
0: all over social media. Yeah, and the the Venice High School, their logo, they had like a V on their chest with uh, a representation of a na- Native or Indigenous American on it. But that other school, they were wearing like, war bonnets yes wow you know i'm not one to cry pc but they were pushing it like right right
1: no they were i know they were but i didn't understand why disney's communications people hadn't why were they just finding that out right before the kids left the gate over there by splash mountain
0: yeah that's 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 no good for the kids because obviously they've tried hard and at some point you know are you gonna let pride take down the whole ship or are you gonna It'd be a tough call. I feel bad for the teachers and the kids involved and it's uh it's getting to the point where all this is all getting a little a little ridiculous and starting to impact people in a way I don't think it was meant to.
3: I agree. I mean, it's a sad world that we live in today because there are many people that do take offense to that stuff, but then there's also many people that are in that, you know, I don't know what you want to call ethnicity. it. Ethnicity. Yes, ethnicity that they don't mind it like it's showing that it's their heritage does that make sense no
1: i know what you're saying because it's the same thing with i don't want to cause a problem and get hate mail from tons of people but we had a really really big story six or seven years back now some people were making a big deal and it was horrible in our city for a long a month at least and people that work with my husband were like this is embarrassing this is not how we all feel this is just a you know, handful of people. And so then a handful of people mess it up for everybody. You just have to be careful. Yep. Stephanie's going to give us a happy story now because I gave this one to her specifically because she's the character girl.
2: And I love these characters. It has now been two years since Buzz, Woody, and Jesse have been at Toy Story Land together. They will be there to greet all of the Hollywood Studios guests. Yay. This trio can get their picture taken with you, um, and even Disney Photo PhotoPass photographers will be accompanying them, so you can make a magical memory that's going to last forever. Also, the Green Army Men are back, and they are performing their crazy antics with Disney guests, mostly childrens. Um, all like they like to you know interact with the kids as they march through Toy Story Land. Um, Guests can check their MDE, their My Disney Experience tip board for times to catch all of their favorite Toy Story friends while they're visiting Hollywood Studios. You do know that I love the characters and I am so excited that they
1: are back, not just on a little parade well we we talked about this with sarah one time sarah said that she thought hollywood studios would do better once we got more of these character things back so hopefully that's going to balance out some of those lines as well because now people are going to be waiting for that
3: yep it was kind of weird walking by where they usually stand and they're not there
1: yeah we were there very odd for sure
3: So I get the first say it isn't so article. Um, Unfortunately, Disneyland Paris seems to have the most issues dealing with guest behavior. As guests at the Parisian Disney Park are notable for climbing onto restricted areas of the park, hoarding merchandise to resell, destroying park property, and even napping in the middle of the park. This week, a TikToker caught a small child running recklessly along with the parade floats and interrupting the parade. Cast members were required to stop the child, and the first cast member chased after the child as he ran away from them. And the second cast member tried to catch the child, and the child managed to dodge that cast member. Finally, the third cast member was able to grab the child and stop him. The parade had to be stopped until the child could be wrangled. Okay, where were the kids' parents?
1: This is my question.
3: (laughs) Sitting on the
2: bench somewhere eating Dole
3: Whip. I picture a little kid running.
4: (laughs) Benny Hill music. People with big nets trying to catch this
0: little kid.
1: (laughs) So this story, whoever just said that, probably eating Dole Whip. Me. (laughs) Yeah, is how I was feeling when one of my parents lost one of my students at the zoo that day when we went oh (sighs) no where was she standing there talking to all her friends oh my goodness she had notified the teacher that she lost a child but she wasn't looking for him oh no so these people eating their dole whip on their telephones their kids disrupting the entire parade they were oblivious to it (laughs) but yeah we have really reported a lot lately on disneyland paris and i didn't realize that they had so many problems, but we've covered all of those stories. Most recently, the one, and I don't even remember who was on with us, it might have been Miranda, um, the the person that napped in the middle of the park, in the middle of the grass, just
3: lay down, I'm gonna take a nap right here.
1: (laughs) They brought a pillow. Where did he get a pillow? That's what I said. Oh, I'm going to Disney, better take a pillow.
0: (laughs) Ah, Perry.
1: (laughs) I know you think of it at this beautiful place, but I'm hearing some not so good stories. Don't really want to go.
0: No, pass on that. Hey, it's not a dull moment in Orlando. I was getting to say it isn't so number two. This is crazy. Yeah, I I had to look up the news for this because I was like, come on, this isn't real. Mr. K. Sean Burton, 31, had been on the run from the law since November 2021 for allegedly stealing around $150,000 of federal COVID loans. When authorities went to Burton's home, his mother told the authorities that he would not be self-surrendering, shocker. Fast forward to September of this year, Jeff Andre, federal poster inspector, who had been working on this case, was at Disney's Animal Kingdom and spotted Burton at the park. He recognized him because of a distinctable H-tattoo on Burton's neck. Andre alerted Orange County Sheriff's Department and Burton was arrested a short time later at the bus stop. Andre had to take Burton to the ground because he was resisting arrests, but he wasn't being violent. Burton was at Disney under a different name and kept denying he was Krishan Burton until his fingerprints proved otherwise. Uh, on October 27th, the uh, Florida courts agreed to release Burton to the New York federal authorities, but New York declined, asking Florida to keep Burton without bail until his trial because he is a flight risk. That's That guy needs to go buy a lottery ticket because the odds <laughs> wow. of
4: that
0: like...
3: Can you imagine yeah. that, that 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 investigator found him in Animal Kingdom? Oh, my gosh. How take, coincidental was that? came down at the
1: bus stop, like. <laughs> Just like.
3: That's hilarious. This is crazy.
1: It was so crazy I had to share it. It's so awesome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to do the sad news for the week, and that is we learned that Disney cast member Alice Davis, and I had heard of her uh, before and here's why. She's most known for her work at Walt Disney Company. She actually started in a lingerie job before this. i, I kind of crazy. But Walt reached out to her in 1963 and recruited her to contribute her skills to a traction, it's a small world, for the 1964-65 New York World's Fair. She collaborated with art designer and Disney legend, Mary Blair. And Mary Blair is the person that designed all those pictures at the contemporary in Disney World, if you know where I'm talking about on the walls. Alice researched and designed and supervised the creation of more than 150 highly detailed costumes for the audio animatronic children of the small world. And she also helped design the attire for uh, Stephanie's favorite ride, Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> Carousel of Progress and a ride that I am going to have to research and that is Flight to the Moon. I don't know much about that. Alice Davis was inducted as a Disney legend in 2004 and here is the way she was described at D23. At Walt Disney Imagineering, Alice Estes Davis was the original designing woman. Married to Disney legend Mark Davis, she enjoyed a fashionable Disney career of her own designing and dressing animated features for such beloved Disney attractions Disneyland attractions as It's a Small World and Pirates of the Caribbean. As Alice recalled with a gleam in her eye, I went from sweet little children to dirty old men overnight. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny because that, that would be kind of weird. like how she wore that.
0: That woman... <laughs> Hand sewed every costume yes. on Pirates of the Caribbean twice because they needed doublets. Uh, I mean, her and her husband—if people don't know who Mark Davis is he's probably one of the most legendary Imagineers—he was Walt's original nine. Him and his wife, like they just sh- sh- spooled talent. And I mean, she did so much and it gets no credit for it. People don't really know who she is, and she should be up there with her husband because her contributions are as equally important.
1: Yeah, that's what and I know this probably was before you um, listen to the show, Matt, we took an Uber It's probably been five or six Christmases ago. And we were talking to the guy and he, you know, you get a good Uber driver, that wants to chat. That's fun. And he said something about, I love this job, I get to meet the most interesting people. And he said, for instance, this morning at 230am, I had to drop a lady off at Magic Kingdom. Do you know what she did? She makes sure that all the costumes are completely right and straight on all of the small world animatronics before the the park opens every day
4: that's
3: awesome
1: yeah she sewed on the buttons or whatever was loose she had to fix it pretty cool all of the creepy dolls yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was looking at them when we were in there this time thinking of that little girl i don't think they're creepy i don't want to be in there in the dark but i don't think they're creepy
2: I might now, I might think of it differently after talking to her. Okay, so I've got to say it isn't so. Number three, um, we all know that Disney, they pride themselves in keeping the park immaculately clean. Well, since the pandemic, the amount of trash around the park seems to be on the uptick at all of the Disney parks. However, guests that recently visited Disneyland said that they were actually disgusted by the queues of several rides, especially the Big Thunder and Indiana Jones Academy. Here's what they had to say. We were there yesterday, and the amount of discarded turkey legs and corn cobs just left in the queue, to in Indy, one on a bench by the popcorn at Big Thunder, really stood out. It was disgusting, the guest shared. I don't blame the staff, they can't be everywhere, but what WTF were these guests thinking? I'm just going to spell it. (laughs) I like that because I sure don't want to say it (laughs) for these guests thinking I'm done with this turkey leg. I'm just going to leave this giant bone here on the wall ledge of Indy. People are just getting more and more lazy and disrespectful, leaving their trash anywhere thinking it's not my problem. The guest shared Disney cast members work hard to keep the parks clean. So the least we can do is dispose of our trash ourselves and the receptacles
3: that are no more than twelve feet apart. If we get all just do our part, it'd be great. Thanks. I just had this discussion with my aunt before we went in October about it, and she was like, "Oh, I've heard the parks are so dirty." I'm like, "No," I said. People are lazy because they'd rather pile garbage on top of a can that's already full instead of walk two feet to an empty one.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: She just like shut up. <laughs> I'm like, because I didn't notice any trash stacked up. Did you, Steph? No.
2: No, not at all. It
3: was as clean as I've ever seen it. Yep. People
1: just like to complain. I don't, I'm not at Disneyland, so we'll have to wait till you get back, Gina, because none of us have been there, to tell us if that's what you're seeing there. Um, but I wanted to see what Steph thought as a teacher. Do you feel like the more we teach or the longer we teach, that the kids get lazier and lazier about throwing away their trash? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They just eat their snack and leave it on the floor. Somebody just
2: does it for them. And so they don't have like, you know, what. even if you ask them a million times, you're like, come on, like you still have your breakfast on your desk. And it yeah. is now we're
1: packing up to go home. What's going on? Like, it just it doesn't make any sense. Well, I love that they can't open everything. And I know kids have a hard time, but there's like six things off of the wrapper. And this is the same thing that we see at Disney. Somebody lets the kid do it that's great, you want your kid to be independent, but also treat them, teach them to clean up. And they like have six pieces of Rice Krispie Treat wrapper all over the floor. Well, when I say clean up, they put away one part of it. And I'm like, "Uh, this is part of that wrapper too. Oh my gosh, it sounds
3: like my house. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have one that does that too. Uh, I'm always driving, yelling at her. Driving me crazy. hmm it's getting worse and worse. So of course it's gonna get worse and worse at Disney as well. So yeah. sorry. Alright, pardon my singing, but it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yay! (laughs) Since the first, the Disney Christmas decorating cast members have been hard at work. The gingerbread chocolate carousel is up at the beach club and ready for guests to come see it. And I also did see today that they are finished building the um, gingerbread house at Grand Floridian as well. Hoping to see it this week in person. And smell it. I I think that's my favorite. I love going to the Grand Floridian at Christmas. It's my favorite place. So this year's theme is some of the Disney princesses. Um, The horses are, this is the carousel that we're talking about at uh, Beach Club. Uh, The horses are decorated like Snow White, Belle from Beauty and the Beast, Tiana from Princess and the Frog, and Elsa from Frozen. And also Jasmine um, is decorated, the decorated horse stands in front of the carousel. On top of the snowy mountain, of the carousel sits Cinderella's Castle for the 50th anniversary. The 39 pastry chefs took over 600 hours to complete, and they started working on this in July. Um, if you're going to be at Disney World, we highly recommend that you stop by and see the carousel. I think I'm going to put this on my list for this week. And please take pictures because this is <laughs> the first year.
1: that you don't get to since see Since 2012, and I love the princesses. So I sad. will take.
3: I'll go take pictures for you, even if I have to go by myself because nobody else wants to go. I'll go.
1: <laughs> they said they're selling like parts gingerbread parts there, but I've never seen that when we were there. So I don't know if they meant before Christmas. I don't know.
3: I know they do the gingerbread house. They actually um, have shingles, so I'm sure they do something similar there. But never
1: was when we were there. So I don't know if they just decided to go ahead and start selling them there too. Um, I'll, ha- I'll have to look. But we went to Christmas 2013 to 2021. And this is our first year not going at Christmas. It's going to be weird. But you'll be having so much fun in Silverado City. Oh, no, I will have fun in Silverado City.
3: And as my, ki- as my kids say, I get two Christmases at Disney <laughs>
1: <laughs> on
3: both sides of the country.
4: <laughs> yes.
0: All right, well, not all of us have been on a Disney Cruise. We know that they are filled with fun, food, and entertainment. Disney recently announced that Marvel Day at Sea will return on the Disney Dream from January through March of 2023. This one-day event has something for everyone, including film and TV screenings, shows, meet-and-greets, themed food, beverages, and much more. And for the first time in Disney Cruise Line history, there will be more than 30 Marvel characters on board, besides the return of fan-favorite heroes like Spider-Man, black panther captain marvels so you can expect to see a few new faces including the debut of captain america's sam wilson mighty thor shang chi mrs marvel ant-man and the wasp and k bishop a new nighttime show with fireworks special effects stunts and legendary disney magic will wow guests an adventurous show through the multiverse this show will end in a battle between good and evil heroes versus villains that looks awesome disney cruises i need to go on one
3: it's amazing oh, I, do too. I love disney cruise line i know my husband and i were talking about it the other day he's like he said if i had to pick vacations over disney world or cruising he said i would pick cruising and it would be on disney cruise line <laughs> i'm like really
0: i know the disney plus specials were pretty pretty good deals yes. with with uh kids basically kids for for free
2: I have a um, a client who will be on one of these Marvel Day at Sea cruises. Yay! I'm so excited for them. Their son is going to flip
3: out. I'm getting ready to book one for next year.
0: 30, I mean, 30 Marvel characters. That's a
4: lot of characters. That is a lot of characters. A ton.
3: <laughs> and the the sailing is pretty cool because they do different like things with, um, like I know at Halloween and stuff, they have them come out and uh, they do like trick-or-treating with them and stuff. I've seen that and that was before COVID though. But- um, Darn COVID. Like they, they have all these neat different things that the kids can do that involve the Marvel characters. It's pretty cool.
1: I was saddened on November the 1st, I must say.
3: because Because, the christmas tree wasn't
1: up yes that is exactly why
3: (laughs) i knew where you were going with that i was like it better be up before i get there (laughs) oh no it's up
1: it was up by the fifth yeah i saw that but kyle pala went there and went in and i was all ready to see the tree and nothing
0: oh he was disappointed like in a huge way yeah he was gruff.
1: Oh, my hey, God. Yeah, did you know that the girl saw him and I got to meet him?
4: <laughs> yes, I saw the picture.
1: So then when we came back...
4: <laughs> video, we were stalking him.
3: We were, yeah, we were. We were stalking him at Disney Springs. And then uh, when we got home and he finally uploaded the video a week later, Vicky texted all of us and said, Oh, hey, I made the video. And you could see a glimpse of her. Well, then I go back and look and you could see Stephanie... Tammy and uh, Amy and I were, like, in the background of our table. It was funny. We are. We're stalkers. Totally
2: stalkers. I was totally geeked out. But yes, Vicky was so excited.
3: We
0: met him last year. He was super nice.
3: He is nice. That was funny, though. Stephanie's, Stephanie's like, calling Vicky. She's like, I know Vicky's here. I'm calling her. (laughs) I knew
2: she would, like, go totally crazy over it. And she did. She was, like, drop what she's doing and run And then she like ran into this, into the restaurant and she's like, I don't see him. Where is he? Where, like, she was like frantically looking for him. Where is he? I don't see him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And he was sitting right there and Alexa was there. So then I was even doubly geeked out because I got to meet his sister and him. So yeah, it was really, really fun. But The decorations seem to be up and by the time you get there, they should have most everything. Now, they don't say that all of, I wanna say November 18th or something like that is when they say all the resorts will be decorated and ready to go, but.
3: Well, um, it's it's not like we're staying at the resorts this time anyway, so, but I'll get to at least see the resorts decorated in Disneyland. I was
1: gonna say, you could get on a bus at Disney Springs and go to one of the resorts and then resort hop.
3: Well, as I was reminded, this is Abby's birthday trip, so... But Abby is going to Ohana, right? No. You didn't get in? No, I can't get reservations. There's nothing available. I bet you money
1: somebody will cancel.
3: I'm hoping. I got an alert. Um, We did get Whispering Canyon for breakfast, so I figured that might be just as good. So. Oh my gosh, that place is awesome. And it's cheaper, too. We do have rainforest cafe reservations for her birthday dinner but we might change that to just an off-site steakhouse that i found so we'll see be a little more affordable well that's what i was thinking for seven of us you know
1: while we were there they were doing construction on kona which i knew from us reporting on the show so it was all blacked off and even when the night that we went to ohana dinner which was probably thursday night i think yeah thursday night the week that we were all there well, then we went to check out and we were all sitting downstairs waiting. Some people were going to the restroom. Some people were shopping. Anyway, we looked up and all of the construction things were down. And Kayla was like, Tonga Toast. And she was like, Wom, she was going to see if she could get a carry out of Tonga Toast. Well, it turned out that it was a meal for the cast. They were like doing this celebration because it was supposed to open on November 1st. Well, it ended up opening on November 30th that was just for the cast and then they had a soft opening on the 30th and then then they officially opened on the first but yeah it was so crazy because it was closed the whole time we were there and then all of a sudden we were like what
3: i I like that place too that's my favorite kirsten i ate there on our anniversary for breakfast and it was really good
1: yep you just can't have bananas wish they'd stuff it with strawberries
3: the bananas were good sorry vicky
1: (laughs) (laughs) vicky's hack is do the strawberries
3: Oh, it was the banana, banana nut cookies at Gideon's. We were, her and I were standing in line and, and I, she's like, oh, Vicki might like this. I'm like, no, she wouldn't, she'll like bananas. <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah. No, and I felt terrible because this
1: lady came and Steph knows who she is. She's helping us with our literacy. She's from the state and she's just trying to help us be able to do more during the day. And I'm like, well, if you could add hours, we could get it all in. But Right. Um, She was really sweet and got up that morning and made banana nut chocolate chip muffins. And she's like, if you don't like chocolate chips in your banana muffins, or you don't like nuts, you're not gonna offend me. And I said, what if I don't like bananas? And they all looked at me like I was crazy. (laughs) And I said, well, if you ever ate, so mom, if you're listening, please don't be offended. I was being respectful as a child, but she packed her lunches the night before. so banana brown swagger, banana bologna sandwiches banana pickle and pimento loaf yeah everything tasted like banana by lunchtime so it's nothing personal but i just the thought of it now just makes me gag so
3: well vicki you're not alone my son andrew doesn't like bananas either
1: kaylee didn't until she changed her lifestyle and now they're her new friend she says they're sweet and she can do the texture now and joey who seems to know everything that you don't need to know about the world and that is that your taste buds change every eight years because now he eats things that he never ate before.
3: I keep trying to tell my husband that, but
1: he won't listen to me. I don't know, that kid never ate onions and peppers now, and he likes to cook things with onions and pe- peppers in them now.
3: Chris always says it smells good when I cook like that because I cook it for myself and Adriel will eat it, but he won't, and he always says, it always smells so good in here. He's like, but I just don't like the texture thing. I don't like the texture either that way with certain things but not well I'm the person that I can't you know me I can't have my stuff your food can't touch. <laughs> so I <can't>, cannot touch
1: <laughs> well thank you for joining us if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment you can text us at 636-373-4497 you can check us out on our social media accounts the mousecapades podcast mm-hmm. or instagram your story travel underscore vicky black and if you would
2: like a free quote, you could contact Vicki, Gina, Matt, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497. Or you could go to Your store. Travel. Simply go to the drop-down menu and click on one of our names.
3: Be sure to listen to Friday's show for the second episode of Vicki and Her Family's Trip to Disney World. I am excited about that one.
0: And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast and entertains a space between your ears with the Mousecapades and More podcast.
1: Well, guys, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon.
0: Hurry back. Have
1: a magical day, my friends. It's time.
4: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that it was all started by a must.